Hugh Rookwood and Brenda Weeks are making an impact with their art. The founders of Chosen Studios both grew up in Toronto and studied art in post-secondary. Rookwood studied animation at Sheridan College and Weeks took animation and design at the Ontario College of Art and Design. If you assumed artistry drew the 46-year-old common law creators together, you weren't entirely wrong. Listen on to find out more about this dynamic duo. Hello, this is the Airdrie Life Podcast. Here we take you beyond the pages of Airdrie Life magazine. Our goal is to share stories with locals in and around Airdrie about extraordinary people who call this city home. Myself and my journalist colleagues meet all kinds of fun, interesting people we get to write about. This podcast is an opportunity where you can learn more about your fantastic neighbours. Hugh, Brenda, thanks for joining me today. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much for coming by. Yeah, and I'll just, let's start off. Let's get both of you to give me your origin stories with art. How did you get into art? Well, art's something that I was always into from very, very young, you know, always drawing. Um, always wanted to be a comic book illustrator, actually. And um, went to Sheridan College in Oakville, Ontario, and did animation at Sheridan. And then had the awesome pleasure of hooking up with Ken Lashley, who worked for Marvel Comics, um, doing Excalibur. And I worked under their studio. I was one of the founding members at their studio, Drax Hall Jump. And, you know, got to work on stuff like Wet Works, Magic the Gathering, Pit One Shot. And, um, yeah, and since then, you know, after that, formed our own studio, Chosen Studios, and just been pursuing it. You know, it's just in the blood. That's, yeah. that's just all I wanted to do. Like, since you could color, hold a crown. Yeah, you know, um, my dad was an architect. Um, my mom, even my sisters, they can draw too, so I would say, yeah, it's definitely in the blood. But um, I was really the only one, I would say, I guess next to my dad, who is was an architect at the time, who really pursued drawing, you know, as a career, um, and or illustration as a career. And yeah, that's that's, that's it. Good for me. Cool. <laughs> and Brenda, yourself, what was your path? I actually um. I graduated from OCAD uh, a few years ago, and then I uh, I worked freelance as an illustrator for about five years, and I I didn't really like working in the industry, and so I walked away. I I left it and did other things, and when I met Hugh. And he was so involved in art and everything. He sort of brought me back into um, wanting to create and wanting to do it again. So for a long time, I was doing uh, things in the background for him, like inking and laying flats on his images and stuff like that. Um, and then when we moved out here, uh, from Ontario, I decided that I wanted to be more active in the creative process and started doing my own pieces as well. 
That's awesome. So your own style and stuff has really changed in the last three years even, or you've taken on more freelancing or tell me a bit about that. Um, so I decided to try my hand at um, doing some digital illustration. Uh, when I graduated, I was painting. I worked in oils and acrylics, um, but it's messy. And I kind of like the computer aspect of it. I like the fact that, you know, you can close it down for half an hour and come back to it and nothing dries up on you and that sort of thing. Um, so, I started working on my own style of, you know, creating images and stuff on a digital medium. And I also do a lot of graphic design and, and stuff like that. And I just went back to school to upgrade my technology um, credits because uh, I'm self-taught. So. Um, I went back and did a design technologies course at Reeves so that I could be more relevant in the industry. That's awesome. And how did you two meet? Like, was it, what was the art school meeting or otherwise? Oh, I actually met her in Taekwondo. <laughs> <laughs> Outside of mar martial, arts, art. martial arts background. And um, I met her through Taekwondo. You know, we became good friends and, you know, and then, yeah, and then continued from there. So. Yeah. And that is in your bios. Yeah, you did mention a love of martial arts and, and still today, like, are you involved locally or? Um, the kids right now, I would like to get back into it. Um, at some point, um, I, you know, since the move and everything, settling down and just really kind of, we've been focused on just getting established down here and and stuff like that. But I would definitely, I'm, I'm hoping to really get back into some training and, you know, I really enjoyed it. It was such a big part of my life for a long time. And then when I kind of stepped away for a while, cause you know, just doing the family thing and just trying to keep things, you know, going and afloat. Um, I kind of, you know, strayed away for a while and I regret that. So I really want to get back into it. I liked the way it made me feel and I liked, you know, that mind-body connection and really want to get back to it but uh, yeah yeah I ride a desk a lot too so I can I can I don't do martial arts yet but I I want to like um I can see the the need for when you're doing a lot of desk work a lot of animating and stuff it's like you could really want to get out <laughs> well one thing one thing i can say um if you don't mind me interjecting here for a second yeah. like um you know one of the big reasons i i was always around people who did martial arts and new friends and stuff but one of the big things um why i did martial arts too was i was working with um another publisher um 
His name was Kirkpatrick at the time, and the place was called Cosmic Productions. And a lot of his writing was a lot of action-oriented stuff, you know? And a lot of martial arts, and he had a really heavy martial arts background too, so a lot of the stuff he was describing was real hard martial arts movements. And one thing I wanted to do was really, you know, it's one thing to try to, you know, look up what he's talking about. And there was another thing to kind of understand it. And so I wanted to really take martial arts, always want to take martial arts. But that, the drawing, the art actually was the catalyst for me to finally say, you know what, let me start taking something because I wanted to understand and it was great for really understanding movement, knowing how the body mechanics work. So it really advanced my drawing tenfold when I was doing it because I started to really understand the human anatomy and those dynamics, right? So that was that was a big deal. Like my art was a, a very much a catalyst for me doing martial arts at the time. So. Yeah, that's really cool. And, and Brenda, like, do you grow up doing martial arts or what got you into it? No, I started in my 20s. It just, I just picked it up as something that I wanted to try and then I, it stuck. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And then today, I guess, let's get into the, the, the story of Chosen Studios. Did you start that separately? Did you start it together? How did you guys, did you do it already before you even met, I guess is what I'm saying. No, really, honestly, pretty much we, st we started it together. Um, she was the major catalyst for that. You know, there was, there was some stuff that happened and then I was in a kind of dry period and, um, you know, some, without getting in too deep, you know, there was, I had put my, a lot of energy into other people and other things uh, and, and helping them to grow and stuff like that. And then it was finally, you know, when certain things happened and then I was left in a situation where I was like, okay, well, what do I do now? And then she pretty much like, but look what you can do you should do this, you know? And I was like, mm, yeah, maybe you're right. And so, you know, she helped me get things going, you know, helped register the business the whole night. She was just like, crack it up, let's go. <laughs> and then I was like, okay. And so, you know, then just started producing artwork and just started to get a, you know, portfolio together and, you know, hit shows and, get people, you know, interested in my style of artwork and that, and it just grew from there, right? So, yeah, so pretty much definitely together Yeah. at the time. And the timeline, like, is this five years ago, ten years ago? Or? Oh, wow, you're talking. Um, I think your first show that you did was in 2009. Yeah. And so he's, you know, the first show we went to was in the mm. States and he started with five pieces and <laughs> yeah. from five 
five pieces it grew to now there's well over a hundred pieces oh, in, easy. in like, uh like hundred and <laughs> almost 200 yeah plus you know in his uh repertoire that we take to shows and and market and promote that way yeah and it's both your art too like brenda how like your your computer art that you're doing here what's the right term <laughs> yeah the the digital art it's um i it's included in chosen studios and it goes right up beside uh hughes art um i don't have quite the repertoire <laughs> that he has i have maybe six to his 200 and something but i only just started, started just i only just started you know uh, a year or two ago to get back into it so i have you know a lot of work to do to um develop a, a bigger portfolio so to speak mm -hmm. and i guess tell me a bit more about that like you you brenda really saw in Hugh that there was something there 2008 there's there's a job change i kind of I'm hearing like was there you're saying yeah pretty much like let's just let's just say that that um you know I was working for studios and working under other studios and um finally it just was like you know what you know she pretty much was like yeah you can you should do this yourself you know and I was like yeah you know I mean I'm not taking anything away from being in a studio like it's important especially starting out as a young artist you know what I'm saying it's important to be around other artists and and people who of knowledge and who's been in the industry and I would never take any of that away that was really a big deal for me like I mean I learned like under Ken Lashley I learned a lot of stuff, you know, I was saying about comic book storytelling and all that kind of stuff because I was working under a professional, you know, doing finishes the whole nine, right? So it was it was a great experience. But, you know, the downside is too is that, you know, you're always putting your energy for someone else to build their thing, you know, and it's like at some point you say to yourself, well, you know what I'm saying? I'm putting all my creative energy and juices into building that thing why not put your energy into building your thing, right? So that's basically what it ended up coming to, right? So. Well, and when you do your own thing, you determine your own path. You know, you yeah. decide what jobs you're going after. You decide what direction you want to take. You're not relying on somebody else to bring that to you. And that was important, especially when we started, that he go out and and make it happen not relying on anybody else just on the merits of the fact that he's super talented <laughs> and people need to see Hugh Rookwood for Hugh Rookwood absolutely and not you know under the guise of other people yeah so you've been able to develop your own identity your own brand <laughs> yeah you know I mean the, I I think one of the the the, the big saving graces with with um, with me with us in general is that um, I'm pretty versatile, so I'm not just stuck to any particular one style or one look. So a lot of times when people see they're looking and they think that there's like a studio of like you know 
eight different people or something because they'll see like all these different styles. But really, it's just me. Like, I, I'm very adaptable. It's like we're looking for this kind of feel. Okay, I'm going to give you that kind of feel. I'm looking for that, you know, and I try to be adaptable. And I think, you know, especially as an independent coming out, you need to be that because you don't want to get pigeonholed into any one particular thing and then you're stuck if that dries up. You know what I'm saying? You need to try to, you know, again, that's one of the great, great things with her going back to school and stuff like that was that, hey, you know what? When I came out, I was I had this much knowledge in this technologies and everything, but everything is changing, right? So it's like, now nah, I'm going to go back to school and get, make sure that I'm up to date with the newer stuff so that I can, you know what I'm saying? Stay relevant. Talent is one thing, but then there's all these other aspects and tools of this new trade now that you really need to know if you're going to really survive and run with the sharks you know what i'm saying so that's or swim with the sharks i should say so you know that <laughs> you caught it you know what i'm saying that's you know what you kind of need to survive right so yeah yeah well and yeah there's been an adaptability and as as a studio now like just kind of what all do you say you do like you had a list of several different genres or styles like what what keeps you going through covid through regular life too <laughs> well i mean i mean i liked you know i've done things like children's books you know you you, you see those um like i just finished a book um with um red barn books uh, with aisha clo she was the writer um called how do young john wear and it was the story of John Ware, the rancher cowboy, you know, who, um, you know, was a slave and then um, after the war basically came out to Canada and was one of the first guys to help, you know, even start the ranching industry down here, you know. And that was really amazing to be a part of, you know what I'm saying, giving that history and putting something for the kid children. You know, but at the same time, you know, I just finished a graphic novel, <laughs> you know, for Marcosa Publishing in the UK, written um, written by Jack Virgilio. And, um, you know, that was fun again. And that wasn't had anything to do with superheroes or anything like that. That was just something storytelling about something that had happened in his family. And we did it that's his story in comic book form, you know? So the range of stuff is, is what's cool and what keeps me, you know, yeah. you know, keeps me going because I'm not limited to any one particular thing. Like if I have to flip modes, I can flip modes. Another one is rock, paper, scissors. You know what I I'm saying? That, yeah. The story of, and that was written by Lou Nograme. And he and he had had a this wild idea of, you know, he created the story about the history of why the war between rock paper scissors began. You know what I'm saying? That game, that simple game, rock paper scissors, but brilliant story. But again, change the style to adapt that story. So when you look at like three of those books, you'll look and it's all me. But you know, the styles are like completely different. Yeah, you know, completely different. Yeah. That's cool. Well, and um, yeah, getting to see that was super cool. And back to John Ware, like, how recently did that start? Like, did the, those connections come through coming here to Alberta? Like, that, how oh, did yeah. that happen? Oh, yeah. Again, that connection came through her meeting 
<laughs> um, another lady, her name is Leah Golomba. Leah Golomba, yeah. Yeah, in um, at the the daycare. Oh, <laughs> at the daycare. And they got to talking. It's like, oh, yeah, but we're studio here. Gave her the card. And so Aisha, who is the writer, and this story, she was looking for an artist to do this book. And she said, oh, well, there's this guy. This guy says, I heard about Chosen Studios. And then they contacted us. We had a meeting. And then the rest was history. And we went from there and we did the book. And it's been going amazingly. Like next week, we actually are heading to the John Ware Museum and doing a reading and um, um, doing a workshop with the kids, which are strong. And they're officially going to carry the book and stuff. So it's it's been an amazing journey. And that's one of the reasons why we, we came to Calgary, too. We wanted to just, we said, hey, it's, you know what? I mean, we've grown up in Toronto all our life, and it was just something where it was just like, you know, we need a change. I needed a change. I just needed a change. And I was always coming out here to do shows, you know, the big Calgary convention that used to, you know, before the COVID, that would always happen every year. And it was one of the best shows that I, I love it out here. And we just came, and then as they would come to shows with me also, and it would be like, yeah, this is, this is nice. This is the spot. Yeah. So we, we decided, hey, let's go. Interesting. So you knew that there was a, a comic culture or art culture here. Well, that... uh, well, that's it. Like, I, you know, yeah, comic culture. But let's 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 broaden that. Let's say art culture. And um, what I appreciated about being out here, art culture wise, is that people just appreciated good art. You know, it didn't matter what your status was, like as a professional or an industry guy like if you didn't you know you don't have to, didn't have to as a comic book guy work for marvel work for dc work for any of the big companies for somebody to appreciate your illustration if they just liked your illustration they were like oh my god and then you would have these guys would be your fans like i've had fans with calgary i've been doing calgary over 10 years easily like we're going we're talking now yeah. 14 years i mean probably and from my first day here till now, I still have those same people follow me religiously. And I mean, it's more than even just the fact that, oh, they buy my art. Here you go. We support you. No, it's like, hey, Hugh, how you doing? They'll hit me up. How you doing? Just check on. You know, when COVID hit, all oh, these people hit me up. Hugh, we just wanted to see how you're doing. Just amazing. Just a different kind of, you know, people very... I, I just love it out here, you know, very family oriented, looking out after each other. I, I like it. It's very, very amazing out here. Yeah. Well, and being Airdrie life, I always got to get the Airdrie component too. Like, I know that Calgary's our neighbor and yeah. that's the big pull crowd wise or like the, the audience is a little bit bigger in Calgary. But just curious why you got your base in Airdrie instead well, of Calgary. Well, literally, you know, literally. <laughs> The, our travel agent, we we were looking actually south of Calgary, mm -hmm. and he just kept bringing us back here. Mm -hmm. And we were like, but we want to see houses over there. And he's like, no, no, you really don't. Insurance is not good over there. And, and so we eventually just saw sort of what Airdrie had to offer, and, and we decided that this is where we wanted to stay. Yeah. And it's about the size of where we lived before. It's, you know, it's like... Airdrie's nice. Yeah. 
We're not looking big city. We're looking for, you know, when we comfortable yeah. community. And there is a there is a real sense of community yeah. in Airdrie, yeah. which is what we really like. And there's a lot of arts development and stuff like that, uh, which is great. Well, you know, we're in, we were in Ontario, right? So we're researching places and stuff like that. So we're just trying to find, oh, where's the best bang for our buck? We're not, we didn't really know of this area is better than that or, you know, or any kind of that thing. We just think, but when we drove and we came and we, this is where we stopped because we have to think. And so when we, the the first moment that he started to take us around, I was like, nah, this is the spot. Like Airdrie is the spot and I love it here. Like, Absolutely. The kids love it here. Absolutely love it here. This is, yeah. Airgy's <laughs> amazing. Yeah. Well, I guess like your boys would have been four and seven or whatever when you guys yeah. moved, like yeah. Yeah. early school. Yeah, yeah. Preschool. Yeah, definitely. Like, yeah. yeah. So they've, they've gotten to, this is home for them now. <laughs> oh, yeah. They love yeah, it, it, took, it took a little bit, you know, for the first half a year they were like when are we going back no not really but not no really. but they no. missed their friends a they little bit and then they got over it really quickly when they made new friends so yeah, yeah. they got over quick they were they didn't have that it was a good time <laughs> they were good <laughs> they you know what they were pretty yeah they were champs they, eldest, they welcomed the my eldest was shook for the first day going in by the, by 3 30 I love it here. So honestly, nice. they, I wasn't worried. At that point, I wasn't worried about it. You know, he was so nervous going in the first day to school. And then 2.45, I should say. He didn't want to leave. Goes, like, oh my God, I love it here. You know, all the kids <laughs> just embraced him. Hey, you know what I'm saying? It was like, he, you know, had a great time. You know, so. Glad to hear it. Well, and got into martial arts. Like, where's your home now that way? Oh, for um, martial arts. With like, martial arts, they actually go to a Kyokushin Kai school in um, Mackenzie Lake. Yeah, Mackenzie Lake. <laughs> South Calgary. Bit of a drive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, well, you I'll see. I'll put a plug in. For well, here's the funny here thing. <laughs> here's the funny thing for the Alberta rights, <laughs> so I like to say, that seems like a long drive. But coming from Toronto, it's not. I laugh. You're like, t- 20-minute drive for us is like, we sleep that. Like, that's nothing. Like, when, you know, when I, we came, first came in, people were like, oh, my God, that's 20 minutes or that's 30 minutes. Or that. People would sound so like, oh, my God, you drive 30 minutes. And we're like, don't you? Like, we, we, you're talking to us to get on rush hour traffic to get from Toronto to Newmarket would be like two hours, sometimes even two and a half hours if the traffic was an accident, you know? So... You know, we're just used to those long, yeah. winded times of being on the road. So it's really nothing for us, you know, yeah. these drives. So, but yeah, that's, yeah. That's, 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 yeah, good to hear. Well, yeah, and I've, I've gotten used to it too. Like, and living in Airdrie, yeah, you definitely half hour everywhere and it's not so bad. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't even phase. I used to drive out here. Um, we both have driven from Newmarket, used to drive out here every year to the show. So we would drive from Newmarket, Ontario come to drive to calgary so you know i mean you're talking what three 30 well, what 32 hours is yeah it? 32 hours 32 to 36 yeah. hours yeah, yeah 32 36 hours 32 yeah 32 i, I don't go any longer than 36 32 yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that's a long drive I've but you been, needed the van full of mm-hmm. art or truck yeah, or whatever you know as yeah. uh, you know first we used to fly a lot but then as the portfolio, as the, the, the stuff started to get more and more prints, the stuff, it just it made, it just made sense. 
it's like, hey, if we drive, then we can carry that stuff all over the place. Yeah, go for it. Just ask. Just ask. We can... Do you have a snack? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> One thing that I was kind of curious about in the last 10 to 14 years since you've been a studio, what would be some major highs and lows? What would be like some real stories through this? Like, I guess let's start with the highs. Like, what's what's something John Ware being one? What else kind of really stands out from the career for both of you? I think the highs are always being able to work on like different projects, and you know, I've been on a the independent route my career. So a lot of the stuff has been, you know, working independent, working with smaller independents and building up stuff, which has always been good. But I think one of the greatest things for me personally is when I'm traveling to shows and I get to meet a lot of the idols that I grew up with. Like I get to meet some of the powerhouses that influenced me when I was young to draw. And I've met some of them and they've seen my artwork and given me respect for what I do and like, oh, you're a really good artist, you know, and that's that's been like the biggest high for me, you know, um, you know, and just progressing as an artist and getting developing and getting better and better. Um, I would say the lows is that, you know, it's 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 not it's tough, you know, especially in the earlier stages, it can be very feast and famine, you know, as you're trying to build your reputation and build that, getting the jobs to come in and stuff like that. And, you know, um, you know, I can do a project and make a really good amount of money. And then, you know, I'll be dry for a little bit. And then, you know what I'm saying? So it can get like that, you know, especially as an independent your, your your paycheck is not like every two weeks you know you got this money right you know what i'm saying you always got to be hustling and but i mean you know we ch we came from new market ontario we kind of changed the whole dynamics of our life came down here and we've established ourselves establishing we're continuing to establish ourselves here which has been really awesome and you know more and more people are seeming to start to reach out and find us hey you know can you, you know and that's what we wanted to do we just you know just you know get out there and and just start fresh you know we know toronto a lot of people knew us there but we wanted to start fresh and come to a new place and establish new things and, and make new ties and that's what's been happening so that's been really really cool yeah you know really really awesome yeah and Brenda, like I'm kind of getting, you're the marketing role. You're the one making sure that the famine times pick up again. <laughs> is, or is that kind of, am I picking up right here? That you do a lot of the, like in these shows and yeah, networking? Yeah, I mean, I try. Um, and we, we do a lot of social media and, and stuff like that. Um, and it's, it's a learning curve, you know, mm. from when social media first started till now. It's just that constant kind of push to figure out what works and what doesn't and you know we um when we do our shows you know having the right signage and looking professional and you know we sort of have gotten ourselves to a point that they know what they're looking for because we go and we set up and our setup is very similar every time and so we stand out and we make sure that when we do any kind of you know on-site show that we're a presence um, 
but you know, I, I can't take all the credit for that because it's the work that stands out. <laughs> well, you know? it's, 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 um, it's, um, old school in the way that I've been very, you know, like traveling salesman, you know, I've been traveling it, the roads. I've traveled all over Canada pretty much. I mean, we haven't been to Whitehorse yet, but we, we've been to Yellowknife. Like, I mean, I've traveled, you know, driven across from Halifax all the way over to, you know, Vancouver Island, Victoria Island, you know, and, you know, a lot of the learning curve she's talking about with the new social media stuff is, is, is very thing for me because I'm such a hands-on person. Like I like to be there and meet the people that I'm dealing with and, Hey, how you doing? My name's Hugh. You know, welcome to Chosen Studios, you know what I'm saying? And, and give them that. I've always been that way. So, you know, it's still this whole thing about likes and who likes you and who did like it. That's never been a factor in my brain about who likes me, who, who doesn't like me. I've always been like, well, you like me, you like me. If you don't, you don't. My work, I've always stood on my work and let tried to let that speak for itself. But now there's all these new metrics to to thing and you know it's it's not really it's not me but it's kind of the way it is now and you kind of have to learn that so that's a new learning curve for us that we just got to try to figure out and and how to make that happen but what's been good is that even with the covid stuff and and all of that i don't have the most likes you know out of people because i don't really understand that science yet but you know still people hitting me up still people say hey come do this i'm still doing exclusives and you know books and stuff so it's been really cool and yeah just looking to kind of wrap up here and see how you guys have been blending family and business under one roof and how that's been like what are some keys to success there <laughs> well you know it it's easy when everybody in your life is creative and they see that and they love it um and they love every aspect of comics and, you know, art, and they're very interested. So they they really do make it easy, and they come with us when we do shows, and they participate, and they promote, you know, they promote their dad when they, you know, just in how they speak about him and stuff like that. So um, we've been really blessed in the sense that they're very accommodating, <laughs> Well, when they're, when, you know, uh, I'm, it's, again, it's, 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 it's tough finding the balance, especially when they were younger, you know? So, I mean, I would, a lot of times I would work at night at night and I still do sometimes work at night. I mean, they're older now, so like I can, they can play their Fortnite and whatever games and you know what I'm saying? And, and we can get some work done. But when they were younger, you know, it's like I'd have to work at night because, you know, I don't, you know, I can't just sit there and, you know, it's so important to give them that time, you know, especially when they're young, you know, but, you know, it was hard picking up when I would have to leave, you know, and I would drive and I'd be gone for like a week or something like that and, and come back. But anytime I came back, it was like, hey, let's go, we go right out for dinner. And, and so it became a thing where they knew that, okay, daddy's going, but when we come back, we're going to go out for dinner. You know what I'm saying? Or he might have, or he'll have some new things for them, like a new video game or something like always come back and, you know, make sure that, you know, they're nice. Right. So, you know, it's just, it's just about 
balancing your time. And yeah, there was times I went with a lot of sleep, no sleep. You know, I mean, there's certain sacrifices that you have to make on the journey and there's just no way around it and you have to champ through it and it's tough. But, you know, if it's really what you want, it, you know, you just know your truth. That's why I tell people, just know your truth. What's your truth? You know, and if, if in your heart, you know, this is what you want to do and you believe in whatever it is that you want to do, then just go after it without, with a vengeance. Don't let nobody stop you, you know, nobody, because, you know, you, you know, even doing your thing, you know, there might be the naysayers. That's what you want to do? Really? Is that a, you know, is that a secure industry that you want to get into? You know, you could get the people who will start chirping those kind of things. And I mean, no, you know, I mean, I know some people, it's just like, hey, we just looking out for you and they mean it out of the kindness of their hearts but you know I, I try not to put that energy out there like if that's what you want to do go you know go you know be the, be a wolf and just go run with the pack you know and that's that, you know but understand you have to have you're, you're going to be making sacrifices you know what I'm saying whether it's sleep or <laughs> you know what I'm saying yeah. like they're going to be raised yeah no there's, going to, to. there's going to be sacrifices yeah. it's work like anything else but you know the reward is is that when you're done you've you've left something you know what I'm saying you put a piece of yourself out there it's legacy that you're building as you go yeah and then again that's probably one of the biggest things that if you're talking about moments that I've had since been down here now is with this children to John Ware children's book that because it's just it's a piece of history and it's something given back to the kids and I'm leaving a, a sort of legacy you know, for my kids, you know, when they go, you know what I'm saying? They say, yeah, this is what your grand, when they have kids, this is what your grandfather and grandma did. You know what I'm saying? And and that's really cool. Yeah. You know, that's amazing to me. You know, yeah. and that's, you know. Yeah. Well, and <laughs> so much happening right now. We've got COVID and, and addressing that Black Lives Matter. And how does this touch on that, like that piece of history and making sure that people know? this man's story and his impact in, in Alberta and ranching and yeah. Well, I, I think everything is history. And I think a lot of the problems with what's going on and stuff is that I don't think to me personally, you know, I just don't think people are being honest and truthful and, you know, it, again, knowledge is like, you can't be lazy about stuff. If you're going to speak on something, make sure you have knowledge. Like, just do the research. You know, a lot of times I said 90, 90 something percent of people just talk out of emotion. But really, when you when you really get down to the nitty gritty, they don't really know what they're talking about. They've heard some talking point on TV or they heard somebody else say something or they feel a certain way, but not necessarily how you feel tells you everything about a situation, right? And I think that that's what a lot of what's happened is just there's so much, especially when you look down in the States and what's happening down there, there's so much history and so much unresolved stuff that just needs, like, it's like people, you need to sit down and be honest and talk. Both sides just need to be honest with, you know what I'm saying? I can accept the faults about certain things in my community, but can you accept the fact that there's these things that has happened to create certain things in my community? And if we can have that conversation, then we can move forward. But if we can't even come to the table on that, then you know what I'm saying? We just talking roundabout, right? So that's, I try not to get, let politics really dictate me in the day. Like I, 
I'm not, oh, I'm only this group or I'm only that group. I have friends all, you know, all colors, shapes, like, and I, 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 I t this is the thing I tell people, like, oh, I've learned the world through them because I have such a multicultural base of, of people that I know. I've learned the world through them, even without traveling to their homelands. I've learned so much about their homeland and stuff because I've opened myself to, the, to, to that and having that. And I think that's what more people need to do, open themselves up to, to people and learn. Like, it's work. Everything is work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, but work doesn't have to be like a chore. You know what I'm saying? There's different kind of work. You know what I'm saying? But you can enjoy, like, this is work, but I enjoy it because it's something I love to do. You know, and that's how you have to take approach learning in anything. It's just enjoy. Okay, well, let me learn about you. Talk to me. What's up? Let's let's learn, you know? And, and, and it's work. And through that, it's work. But you're learning, you know, and you're growing. And I think that's just what people need to do more of. You know, and I think if people could do more of that, we really wouldn't have a lot of the foolishness that we have going on. You know, it's just, um, Sorry. that's just, you know, that's just how I, you know, just how I look at things, you know. Is that like, is there any common theme in your art? Like, what do you see as like, whether it's branding or comics, variety of styles? what would be a common thread, even though it's not the style? Would there be a common thread? My common, I, th I guess my common thread for me in the way I approach drawing is energy. I, if I'm going to say what I like, I like energy. I like dynamics. I like, like how you will adjust the camera a certain way to get thing and you might use a wide-eyed lens for this shot or you might use a, you know, that's how I like to approach drawing when I draw I like when you looking at this page how can I get somebody's eyes to go in and out on the page up and down so you know dynamics you know playing with perspective extreme bright you know foreground to extreme background how can I work each of those elements and have you moving through the picture like you're there you know you like it. that's yeah. That's how I really like, I like that. That's, and, and I'm not saying that people don't do that. That's not like, there's a lot of, I'm not I, like a lot of great, and that's just the dynamics that I like to play. And I like to, to really, how can I get people's eyes to like, you know what I'm saying? Like go in the page and just swim in the page or, you know, when I'm doing like dynamic comic book art, I always tell people, I don't, I don't draw illustrations. I catch moments. You know, I don't draw poses. I catch moments. And whenever I do something, I'm always looking at what's the moment behind what I'm trying to capture. You know, what's the energy? What's the story that I'm doing be behind the poses? You know, it's not just, oh, have a guy stand there, another guy stand there. Thanks for coming out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if there's a dance going on. There's an energy. You know, what's the energy that you're, 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 you're bringing out in the page? And what's the story that you're telling on the page? That's the most important thing. I always try to tell like young illustrators coming up, like what's the, the story you're trying to tell with, with the shot? You only have the one shot. What's the story that you're trying to convey? Um, and, you know, always working for that, you know? Yeah. Not there yet. Not, you know, never say I'm a master. Not some process. But, you know what I'm saying? It's always a process. It's always a journey. And I, you know, I hope it never, I don't think I'll ever get there. But it's, I, I'm not worried about that. It's just, I'm just enjoying the journey of, of, 
trying to get there. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's where that's where I, I'm at with my stuff. That's beautiful. What's next? Like, what do you see as the next project or the next? What's something different that you guys are diving into as you embark? Well, more creator, more even more create more creator owned stuff from us. Like, I mean, I'm. I don't get me wrong. I love creating stuff for other people and getting their stuff up, but I want to now have like more of our own creator own stuff. I have my own stories. She has her own stories, all of those kind of things. I want to be able to now let, let me get that off. Let me get that out there into the world. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and do that because that's, that's the fun. That's the, you know, that's really the end game for me is it's always about, you know, getting my, ideas out like those masters who came before me influenced me and and got me to want to draw in the first place that's what i'm hoping that whatever i do influences the youngsters that are coming up to say yo i really liked what that that thing from <coughs> hugh rookwood or i really like that thing from brenda weeks and yo i you know what i'm saying that's the reason why i draw or that's the reason why i want to put something out there myself and comic books is the one of the greatest mediums to do that you know it's the most beautiful combination of illustrative and written you know that you can get it's it's just brilliant you know what i'm saying yeah i'm glad you said that that's there is something that draws you to that that medium it's a very good medium and anybody anybody with an idea and the t and talent can put out so like i mean the thing the the, the thing about comic books it's like it's like yeah you have those guys who work for Marvel and DC, you know, the league guys, you know, they're thinking, they're, but the thing with comic books is what's great is, is if you have a story, just put out your story. And you might not even be a top tier artist like the guys working at Marvel or DC or whatever, but, you know, you can still put out your story and find a fan base of people who say, man, I just really like what you did. And they will follow you. You know, and I mean, we've gone to shows. I've seen people for years, over 20 years now, who have done stuff and... Just doing their own and thing. And doing their own thing. And they're fine. They're successful. They have their base and that base feeds them and they're happy, you know, and they're still producing books and they're happy. They're good. So there's a, there's a, you know, you, a lot of times people think, well, I have to be like those guys who draw Spider-Man or I have to be like those guys who draw the Avengers. I have to be, no, you want to work on your talent, always, you know, be as good, but you don't have to be that when it comes to putting out you, you know what I'm saying? Just put out you, you know, but understand the business of it too. You know, it's a balance, right? So. That said, where can people find you? What's the best places, websites, oh, social, yeah. otherwise? www.chosenstudios.com. That's C-H-O-Z-E-N studios.com. And um, you can Facebook us at Chosen Studios and Instagram Chosen Studios. And continue. You got that. Oh, I was just going to say uh, it's important as we move forward that people realize that Chosen Studios isn't just one thing, that that we're capable of doing a whole lot of other design things and and other aspects. And, <laughs> and it, so we, we sort of took Chosen Studios and made a, a different uh, 
facet to it, which was called juxtaposition design. So that's sort of the design aspect of it. We separated it a little bit so that people didn't get too confused because when they see one thing, they think that's all you can do, but it's, it's not. Um, we can do the marketing and we can do websites and we can do social media and uh, branding and that sort of thing. So um, I guess in the future, we want, you know, people to see that as well as, you know, the book design and the illustration and, and that, that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Being broad to keep. Yeah. And there's lots of design work out there. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, well, that's it, right? And um, I think just being versatile and being able to do those different things is what keeps you surviving, you know. Um, and um, yeah, that's what that's what keeps you surviving. And I mean, I, sometimes people get, I like this style, and this is my style. And but if you want to be an an illustrator, you want to be able to make money being an illustrator and paying bills and stuff like that, especially if you're going to be freelance, then you have to be versatile, you know, and you're going to have to, because they're going to, someone's going to say, I need this style. Can you do that style? And you're going to have to, if you really want that paper, then you need to be able to give the client what they want. Right. So, you know, I mean, I'm still learning myself, you know, there's so much new stuff coming out all the time. So it's like, Okay, I gotta study this. I gotta study that. I got, you know, and keep moving forward. So forever <laughs> a student. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Well, and this is a good encouragement. And for people that are in this community thinking about art as a as a career, this is there's some insight here. So yeah, I really appreciate that. Appreciate your time. Uh, thank you very I'll much. I'll let you guys get to your next meeting here. Yeah. I've taken more than I Not a problem. Hey, not a problem. It's <laughs> all good. She's she's just got something she has to. Yeah to go talk to but um not a problem thank Love you very it. much for your time i really thank appreciate you. you coming out and, awesome. and you know spending a little time with us enjoy it <laughs> love it thanks for listening to my interview with hugh rookwood and brenda weeks watch what chosen studios will produce next you can see rookwood and weeks work at chosenstudios.com and that's chosen with a z C-H-O-Z-E-N-S-T-U-D-I-O-S.com. And you can also search up Chosen Studios on Facebook and Instagram. They recently created Juxtaposition Design to house other business services as well. And you can view that at juxtapositiondesign.com. Our intro music was produced by Willie Snipes. You can check him out at williesnipes.com. That's W-I-L-L-Y-S-N-Y-P-E-S.com. If you'd like to sponsor the podcast, please head to airdyourlife.com to find the podcast link on the homepage please leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. If you have an idea of someone we should feature, contact us through airdrylife.com or reach out to us on social media at Airdrylife. This is Britton Lettingham. I look forward to being with you again soon.